Hey, <laughs> take it back to the old school. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Power Life TV broadcast, Pastor Brian. And Pastor Tasha. Here to give you another great broadcast. It is Monday. 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 I felt like staying in the bed this morning. Well, you got up this morning and went and worked out with me. I know. I'm trying I'm, to do better. I'm so godly pleased with you. <laughs> I just, I just want to, I just want to be fit. I want to live a long time. You will. I want to be strong. And you will. And I want to do what I know is right. You will. You know. By the grace of God, you will. (laughs) Amen. So I'm doing the best I can. I'm trusting God to show me the way. Yep. Yep. Well, good morning, everyone. Power Life TV broadcast. Uh, We got, we got uh, the day after Sunday. I know uh joy yeah okay that's not what you you know you know because you know somebody you are not gonna say they they say monday morning blues but we got the (laughs) we got the sunday we got the morning after church joy okay because you know i didn't think you would say blues but i thought you were gonna say something else Um, what you got going on here what is that what you got why exercise So in my mind, I can afford to eat a few Reese's pieces. I'm sorry, this is just not. <laughs> forgive us, forgive us f- for us bringing to you um, exercising myths. E- exercising myths, yeah, yeah. But this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad. And in be it. glad. Amen. So at one of my favorite restaurants, oh, Jimmy Chonga's. They have a rotisserie chicken soup that I really, really like. Mm. And so in honor of that great management team and that great restaurant, I have my Jimmy Chonga shirt on. Giving them a little love today. I'm giving them a little love today. They gave me a a shirt. You know, I brought my whole congregation in there one day Mm -hmm. and uh, they decided to bless me. So uh, I'm showing some love today. Amen. Amen. Well, Sunday morning was good. We had a good service yesterday. And uh, yesterday was awesome. Yeah, we uh, we didn't know how cold it was until <laughs> we sat out in it. We sat out in it for a few I minutes. Know. You were like, man, where are my people? Where is my support? So I said, I'm going to be a good wife. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to sit out in the freezing cold. And I sat out there for five minutes. And I said, okay, I'll go back in the car now. It was cold. It was cold. It was cold. Yeah, I was. Uh, I yeah. didn't realize how cold it was, especially when I got on that stage. It was kind of like, oh, <laughs> It's a little colder than I thought, <laughs> but it's all good. God's grace is enough. God's grace is enough. We had a powerful move of the spirit at the end and people got free from the things that have been just binding them. Yeah. Know, holding them back. And so, Do so you glad. know, a lot of times the day before we have choir practice, mm-hmm. but we also pray mm-hmm. and the Lord started showing me how yokes would be removed. Mm in the service yeah i was like wow lord yeah i said what else you got yeah it was good. you know yeah it's well, like the closer you get to god and the more he speaks to you and shows you things you're like oh let's just sit in the cool of the day and talk yeah let's get into it yeah. let's see what else you got to show me that's right that's right well we are we're dealing with uh the power of communication right now and um for the past week we talked about the four most corrosive communication patterns uh of behavior. i think we stopped at three yeah behavior patterns and um and these are indicators of divorce and i know this sounds like why would you talk about divorce well 
I think if you know what to do to stop it, then you you know what to avoid. You know what to avoid. Yeah, yeah. I, I was looking for a saying there. You know, mm-hmm. I know one thing the Lord showed me because uh, I was like, Lord, what are you teaching me in this? Mm-hmm. You know, right? Because there was a lot of things that I was seeing that I didn't want to do. You know, <laughs> so when I was in college, I took a a, a course on marriage and family, mm-hmm. and our professor at the time talked to us about the Jane Al- Jane Dr. Jane Alderman scale of marital satisfaction Mm -hmm. and it showed that early in marriage that uh people were highly satisfied you know when they were in this honeymoon stage and everything was going great and right along the time that the first children would start coming along Mm. (laughs) the marriage satisfaction rate would begin to go down Mm. And it would stay down until the children got older and moved out. Mm -hmm. Now, that was a make it or break it point for a lot of marriages because some people decided that they had spent years and years of not building a foundation of a happy marriage. And there was nothing in common with this other person. So a lot of marriages broke up at this point. Mm -hmm. But for those that stayed together, they received either the same are a higher rate of satisfaction mm-hmm. in that later stage of marriage. Mm-hmm. And so when I, and you might say, well, why are you talking to me about that when you mm-hmm. said you would talk about this? Well, I said that to say that when you know what to avoid, mm-hmm. when you know what to what to expect, it's easy to know what to avoid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for me, it meant to me that I could not l- allow the busyness of children and work and everything else to get between me and you. Mm -hmm. So that's good. I think if they were to rate us, they would see that even though we've had our ups and downs, we've had, we've maintained a certain level of joy Mm -hmm. and a certain level of happiness Mm -hmm. in our marriage that maybe a lot of people haven't, Yeah, you know, Um, one of the biggest contributors to our happy marriage is the foundation that we laid at the beginning of the marriage. Mm, you know, so Jesus, good. Yeah, Jesus talked so about, true. he said, those that uh, hear my voice and does them, I would liken him to a man who builds his house on a proper foundation. Mm. So uh, when the winds came and the storms blew, uh, the, the storms come, will always come, but we were able to stand within the storm. Right. It didn't blow the house down. It didn't blow the house down. And and I, I believe that Christ has to be your foundation. Mm, you know, his so word good. has to be your foundation. Don't try to do this thing uh, without Christ. You know, you can depend on all kinds of things. You can depend on self-help books. You can depend on marriage books. Um, if they're not based on the biblical foundation of Christ, then all of those things will wear out. Right. And so what we learned in, in which was Genesis chapter two, verse 24 is therefore shall a man leave his father and mother cleave yes. to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. one flesh. So that means that no longer are your, you know, your family, your parents are your number one priority. God is your number one priority. Then your spouse, then your children. Mm. And, and like you said, when you have, you have this improper balance when it comes to, once the children come on the scene and people start putting their children as their main focus, right. not when the children are gone, what do you have to hold on to? Exactly. You, you have no foundation. Well, and you know, the children do pine for your number one, 
for the number one space in your heart. Right. I can totally see that because even our children, they pine for the number one space in our heart. Mm -hmm. They would literally sit between the two of us. And if we were being affectionate to one another, they would come and sort of break Break up that party. party. And a lot (laughs) of parents let that happen. And say, hey, don't focus on mom or don't focus on dad. Focus Focus on on me. me. And, you know, we, we took note of that and actually taught our children mm-hmm. that, you know, mom and dad have to be firm in their love for each other so that we could be firm in our love for them. Mm. And what when they learned that that mom was dad's number one girl and, mm. and dad so was mom's number one man and that was it, there's, there's no other that could come between us, not even them. Then they could have the confidence of knowing that they can have a similar relationship. They can have the same kind of love for their spouse Mm -hmm. and not raise or hail their children above their spouse and then start seeing a decline in the satisfaction that they had in marriage. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think that was a great lesson to learn early on. Uh, because, you know, it goes back to what we say about God being a jealous God. And I know I mentioned that a lot, but what God says is I fight for the relationships that matter to me. Yeah. In marriage so and family, when it comes to marriage, you have to fight for that relationship to thrive because a lot of forces tend to try to get in there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a lot of forces try to get in there yeah. and break up yeah. what you got going good. You know, you have in-laws and outlaws, mm-hmm. you know, that could be a major distraction for a good marriage. Mm-hmm. So then you have your friends who try to pine for your attention and mm-hmm. say, well, put us first. Yeah. And you have your job that pines for your number one attention. And, you know, I don't know if we realize it, but in the society we live in, you know, our jobs have literally made slaves out of us. Mm-hmm. While That's we true. have a constitutional right to think whatever we want, our jobs mm. will scrutinize us a little bit different mm-hmm. based on the company morals or the company uh, statutes of living. So if you go outside of the company statutes, you could lose your job. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you imagine mm-hmm. that you have the freedom of speech everywhere else, but if your boss finds out about it and it goes against the company morals or the company mission or vision mm-hmm. that you could be fired because you're going against the company vision. So there goes your livelihood, mm-hmm. you know, so you you know, and I'm saying all this to say that wow. Wow. that we should put our faith in God mm-hmm. and that we should place our marriage in a high place of importance instead of putting our trust in and our faith in and prioritizing things like our job, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, which could come and go based on how well you perform or live up to the moral uh, aptitude of your company. You know, and everything you're saying, I think it all goes back to what we said uh, and, and the whole purpose for this show um, is the power of communication. Yeah. So we, you got to learn how to communicate. You, you know, that there is a lost art of communication. And you call it a show. I don't consider this a show. Well, I consider this a time of devotion to God. I'm yeah, devoting my yeah. time and energy to God, but we're discussing matters that are important 
of importance yeah. to the Christian who has devoted their life to mm -hmm. God. Yeah, and, I, and when I say show, I just mean, you know, morning show, uh, I'm not, that, that, I, yeah. I guess I'm okay. not trying to <laughs> make it, you know, what is not. I do know that what people are getting out of these 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 times of just intense word yeah. is, 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 is help. They're getting help. They're getting answers. They're getting revelation. Yeah. Um, I think some people maybe even, and you can do it as a, let me know on Facebook here or, or YouTube. How did you look at marriage when you, hmm. when you first got married? How did you look at relationships? You know, did you look at, well, nobody, How did you see it then? Yeah, yeah. Nobody comes before my parents. Nobody comes before oh my, my children. Nobody comes before my job. How I do you look at that? I will never forget, yeah. you know, asking my dad to do something before I asked you. Mm -hmm. And that was just yeah. not a good thing but, because in, in your mind, I was putting my I was prioritizing and I was, I was mm -hmm. prioritizing my father mm -hmm. above you, my husband. And I didn't even realize it at first. And a lot of times we will try to get in this defensive state of mind and say, well, no, it wasn't that, but yes, it is. Yeah. If your husband say it's important or if your spouse says it's important, it's important. But what, what, what helped us in that situation? emotionally you feel some kind of way right emotionally and, and you you, you get to defend yourself you get to this place uh called <laughs> defensiveness and, oh my gosh, and, yes. and instead of I, I i know at some point i was kind of like feeling some kind of way but i remember the holy ghost saying tell your wife why that's a problem yes tell her don't why. just get mad don't just get mad and and a lot of times people do that is is zero to ten and and now your husband doesn't even know what's wrong, or your spouse doesn't even know what's wrong with you. Yeah, you're like, you, you, I don't know what's his problem. Yeah. He's just crazy. Yeah, and we and have it's this. Not that we we do this thing called which we haven't mentioned yet, but it's called stonewalling. We do this thing called stonewalling, like I don't want to talk to you, I don't want to mess with you, I don't want to play with you, and all this kind of things. And the person doesn't even know why. Like, so so the power of communication is simply talking, having what we call a free zone, and mm. say, you know what, when you said that to me, this is what it. This is how this I is felt. This is how I felt. Yeah. I think I feel. I think I feel. And it had nothing to do with, you know, if you always come in at the communication like you're always doing this and you're always saying this, well, then that's not fair. And a narcissistic person will defend their actions down to the letter. Right. And say, right. well, this is why I did this and you're being ridiculous. And since you're being ridiculous, ridiculous i'm gonna ignore you mm. but a person who is empathetic does this they see the importance yeah. of how another person feels so good so good and they don't just have that sense of importance in words but indeed Deed, yeah if i value you Mm. Then I value how you feel. feel. And what's important so to you is now important to me. I know mm -hmm. this is helping somebody mm -hmm. because maybe you don't have the words to express your frustration mm -hmm. in your relationship. Mm -hmm. But these are the words. When you devalue mm. my feelings, you in essence devalue me. Right, right. And that word defensiveness, it also comes the, the another meaning is innocent victimhood. So you're right. always playing the victim role, <laughs> oh always God. playing the victim card. And it's always somebody else's 
problem. Somebody else is always yeah. to blame. Someone else is to blame. And why, why, why is everyone treating me like this? And one of the big things that I had to get out of is you always this, you, or I'm oh, always that, you know, right. and that's such a, uh, 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 horrible indictment. Right. And to turn your attention back to you when someone else is saying, I'm hurting. I'm yeah. hurting. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I think I feel wow. this way. I, I believe that, you know, these actions have caused me to feel a certain way. And then when it gets your way, you say, well, it's all your fault mm -hmm. to always yeah. turn the table so on the other so person. Good. And it's always the other person's fault mm -hmm. that they feel that way mm -hmm. without acknowledging that maybe you have done something to cause a person mm -hmm. to feel a certain way. Then, then that mm -hmm. is, you know, that is like a narcissistic type response mm -hmm to your spouse when they come to you with a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, going back to the story of what happened. So we did talk about it, you know, mm -hmm. and I said, well, this is how this made me feel. And when, once, once you heard my pain, you didn't listen to my words, right? You heard, I, you heard true. my pain. And I had to understand yeah. why. Yeah. I, and I want to say something to you in this, in this powerful art of communication. Mm hmm. Stop listening to the words. Right. Listen for the hurt. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times when people are angry or they're frustrated or they're feeling some kind of way, mm -hmm. you take it as an attack towards you. Yeah, you put you. you. And, and, and and I think we all go through this. And I say this, I shouldn't say that, but we do sometimes. We all go through this because we feel like, why are you attacking me? And, I, and the person is not attacking it's you. It's not just, about you. It's just saying, you... I want you to hear me. You yes. know, I, I want you to understand what I'm going through. So you stop listening to my words, or you didn't listen to my words, and you listen for my hurt, and you say, I apologize. Yeah. You know, and that just created a whole new level of intimacy in, right. our, in our relationship. Right, because what, what happens when you do that is you validate mm -hmm. your spouse. You add value mm -hmm. to your spouse. If you say that your spouse is your number one priority, then you must value their feelings. That's so you good. must value so good. what's valuable to them. Mm -hmm. You can't yeah. just simply ignore uh, or put down, uh, you know, what's what's causing them turmoil. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. Um, but people who have these negative and dysfunctional behavior patterns in their marriage, they're going to have problems. Mm -hmm. If you're constantly critici criticizing, if criticism is your go-to, uh, if, you know, the first thing you do when you see your spouse is you find something wrong with the way they dress, the way they comb their hair, the way they take a bath, the way they brush their teeth, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the way they, you know, do the way they live and be themselves. Mm -hmm. If you're, constant communication is based on criticism mm. then you're not going to have that joy mm -hmm. in your marriage if yeah. if you make statements that are contemptuous mm -hmm. and you might say yeah. what are contemptuous statements it's name calling it's you know blame it's transfer. blame transfers it's um coming at them from a a, a um a relative position of superiority. Mm -hmm. You idiot. When you when you call somebody an idiot, 
the thing that you're basically saying is I'm smarter than you. Mm-hmm. That's that's a, a horrible position to come from in marriage where you're putting them down intellectually. Mm-hmm. And so then there's another one called defensiveness. Mm-hmm. Defensiveness is blame transfer to a T. Yeah. I want to say something just for a second. Uh, we apologize. We had an interruption in our video, but we're back. I don't know if y'all caught all of the words. So let us know if you caught the words that my wife was saying mm. uh, about a blame transfer and things like that so uh we apologize we had a quick little blurb there but we're back right yeah and so then the next one that we want to highlight today is this thing called stonewalling Mm -hmm. now when i say stonewalling you might not be able to quite identify what it is but you know it when you see it Mm -hmm. because you're talking to someone who has tv face Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. what tv face is Mm -hmm. that's when your spouse is (laughs) what What? Is watching, I'm sorry, I was watching the game. You see, I'm not I'm not about to. I'm not even about to go there. But mm. for instance, they might be watching the game. When you go to talk to your husband and they're watching the game, you might get game face. Their eyes never leave the TV, but their face could turn toward you and even nod or seem to be acknowledging what you're saying, but they're not really hearing. So I have something to say to that. <laughs> When you are okay, okay, okay. In, what could you say in our that? in our time of teaching on communication? There's a hmm. there's a portion of this communication called plan a peace conference ah. or plan a time. Wait, we're not there yet. Are plan we? a time to talk. Now, okay, I, don't think I know, we've gone there. We, we may not be there, but I just want to say this real quick. <laughs> a lot of times, especially uh, when it comes from women to men. Oh my! Y'all want to talk at times. That are most um, inconvenient. Jesus, help me right now. (laughs) They're most inconvenient. And I just want to thank you for these resources. And and the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl is on, and you want to talk about how (laughs) the neighbor down the street did not pick up their garbage. And I'm like, at this point, I don't care. So here's here's my marriage tip when it comes to communication. <laughs> Pick your battles. You know, um, find a good time to talk. Not when you're sleepy, not oh when you're hungry, gosh. and not when the game is on. But okay. to me, okay, I'm back. There, I'm back. there comes I'm a back. time after you've watched football all day. I'm, I'm back. Anyway, here at you go. some point you have to communicate. Okay. Yeah. Yes. You cannot keep the yes. football game on. All Carla day. is cracking up laughing right now. <laughs> And then get upset because somebody want to talk to you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. We're back. We're back. So somebody said, yes, Lord. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. I think Margie's on my side. Anyway. Stonewalling is to emotionally withdraw from interaction. Now we're talking about TV face, but there's a lot of times that you're stonewalling. Yeah. Uh, there was a time that I was a Facebook okay Mm -hmm, i was mm -hmm, on facebook mm -hmm, a lot a lot mm -hmm. and it bugged you you're like every time i try to talk to you you're on facebook so i made a decision Mm -hmm. i got off of facebook so much Mm -hmm. in fact i'm rarely on facebook now i'm Mm -hmm. on facebook for broadcast and i might get on there for a few minutes but i'm not in there a lot and the reason why is because it was causing a barrier between us Mm -hmm. i was in essence saying I'm doing this, mm-hmm. you doing that, mm-hmm. leave me alone. Right. 
Right. And so uh, there was a, a an example we used to use about this lady, and she would try to talk to her husband. Her husband was always watching TV, mm-hmm. and this woman got a hammer. And she was trying to talk to her husband. Her husband was giving her TV face and she smashed that TV Mm. because that TV was the problem, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. It wasn't the TV. It was the stonewalling. That's good. It was the emotional withdrawal Mm -hmm. from interaction. And sometimes you can argue for so long and never reach a conclusion Mm -hmm. that stonewalling is a game you play. Yeah, that's good. That's Uh, good. I've always said that I thought women did it well, but I think men do it well too. Yeah. It's called it's called PlayStation (laughs) 5. It's called Xbox One. I mean, yes, men do it well too because I think a lot of times in in in, in our own particular story, I when we first got married, I played video games. That oh, was my, my thing. You goodness. know, I took it from college and I graduated and became a pro. You know, yes. and so we, I would play video games all of the time. There and, was video games. Yep. There was football. Uh-huh. There was basketball. Uh-huh. And yeah. at sometimes, that's right. There was baseball. Yeah. I'm like, when am I gonna ever talk to this man? Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch soccer. I didn't watch Thank watch soccer. God. But but when we when we when we talked, we communicated. <laughs> and you made the statement, you said, you know, now is it gonna be me or this video game? And I know it was a soft ultimatum, uh, but it was an ultimatum nevertheless. Is it gonna be me or this video game? I had some real decisions to make. And and I think here's what it you, had started you, you, to you, be a, a problem. problem. But but here's the here's the thing that comes with communication. You can't be prideful. <laughs> And and you can't always throw in, well, you're always attacking me. That's like we said, you can't play the victim card all of the time. So I was stonewalling and get and getting mad. Right. Because you calling out my stonewalling. So here's what a lot of, this is a game that people often play in an argument. If you get mad at me, I'm gonna get, get mad madder. Or get even, yeah. Or I'm gonna get I'm going to make you wish you never talked to me about this thing. Mm-hmm. And to me, that never, that, you know, right. I wasn't going to be a nag mm-hmm. about anything, you know, mm-hmm. but I would adjust. Yeah. And maybe in a way you wouldn't like, mm-hmm. who knows? But uh, I just felt like this is such a huge problem. I, I knew it was a problem when I worked all day mm-hmm. and came home mm-hmm. and my living room was full of these guys guys mm-hmm. and so i i couldn't do this anymore mm-hmm. you know and i was just kind of like okay and I, I didn't make a big deal i just went to my room you know went to my room and and at the end of the day it's like come on where'd you go mm-hmm. oh looks like we have a technical you know, difficulty a video went out well, y'all, our video went out. Uh, we apologize. We're going to go ahead and close because the time was up anyway. Uh, I don't know if you can hear us, but we love you. Let us bless you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The, the Lord, Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. We, we declare, declare shalom, shalom and blessings over your life. And we declare that Jesus, Jesus is Lord and he's, he's upholding all things by the, by the word of his power. We're going to pick this up tomorrow. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Bye-bye.